Hey everybody, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Cardi Dads. In this episode, we talked a little bit about the NASA event that was held down to Sebring, as well as the AKRA event that was here in Jacksonville. Uh, we talk about our local race that's coming up and how we're both really excited for it, and as well as this uh, podcast with Ross Bentley and Speed Secrets on uh, learning from your mistakes that you make on the track and how to improve yourself from them. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. What's going on? What up? What up? Oh, not too much. Just in, uh, actually enjoying some nice weather outside tonight. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I am sitting in the car. It's kind of weird and a bit reminiscent because uh, Slip Angle podcast, one of the podcasts uh, we listened to, and I remember Adam would go sit in his garage just to record quietly inside the car, and I'm finding myself doing the same thing. I just came out to the car just to find a nice, quiet, soft padded wall to uh, to record in, so that's, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I might do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's bedtime and the kids are putting your toys away and I figured they'd just be chaotic so easier for me to come outside and uh and get in the car and, and record. Yeah, man. So, uh let's get to it. Um so here in Jacksonville, we had the AKRA event um here at 103rd and it was a monsoon all weekend. It was just nasty weather and it was horrible. Um, so I know the races got delayed a few times. I ended up coming back home. Um, but I don't think the races got over to like six or seven o'clock at night. Wow. So, uh, what about you, man? How was Sebring? Uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I had a crazy couple of days leading up to it. So yeah, getting to the track and, and, uh, having, Man, it was some really good racing. Um, Saturday was actually cool because remember how I talked about getting to the track and talking about karting last week? So as part, in addition to doing race director, um, I, I also do what we call our comp eval program or comp evaluation. It's basically the guys going through what would be a comp school. Uh, instead of having just a dedicated school for them, we mix them in with our HPD or high performance driving three and four C advanced driving groups and we get to watch them and give them drills and evaluate them. So yeah, the comp eval guys, um, one of the kids, so this year I've had three, what I would call kids, right? I mean, minors under 13, well, under 14 in the U S you have to be 14 to go racing. So anybody at 13 with parental consent is okay. And I've had three of them come through and man, the kid this weekend, Tyler Gonzalez, He's a karting, like, phenom. Now, early in the year, I had Anthony Zapponi, who was also really good karting. Um, but, you know, once once I got there and, you know, the original director told me, hey, this kid is some karting kid, and we have to go jump through a couple of hoops to get him, you know, get him approved. He's not driven a car before. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Um, I hope he's just as good as the other guys because keep putting 13-year-old kids in race cars and, you know, all these carton kids start flooding into the to the NASA fold, man. I keep I keep wondering, man, when the first time an incident happens with one of them, I'm gonna be in, in big trouble, you know. It just it's just something that goes through your head, especially being a dad now, you know. That that part of it goes through my head. So 
I was a little concerned, but man, that kid made me proud. I mean, he was fine on Saturday during the evaluation, but in his first qualifying session in Spec Miata, kid put it on pole. <laughs> That's insane. Especially in yeah. South Florida with all those racers down there. I mean, I know. I South know. Florida I mean, is no joke for Spec Miata for sure. Yeah, I mean, Sayin Rowan, who is now the the kid who won the Mazda Scholarship last year from South Florida, the you know um, SEC Runoffs champion. Um, Preston. Well, Sayin was was it Preston? No, Preston. Yeah, he's I also Preston from Preston. Was from South Florida. Uh, Alex Bolanos has won a bunch. He's from South Florida. Um, I mean, the guys who win all the time, Danny Stain. I mean, all these guys are from from South Florida. So yeah, it's it's crazy. But you know, lucky for him, most of the big dogs weren't there, and so I mean, it was it didn't take a whole lot. Um, qualifying only had three laps. And I'm probably that also helped him. He just went at it right from the go, you know, when he was on pole by like a tenth. And out of nine or twelve cars, I, I, I think it was twelve cars. Um, the Sunday race two was nine cars. So yeah, twelve cars. Kid put it on pole immediately. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, make 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 karting look good, bro. So, um, other than that, the rest of the weekend was pretty awesome. You know, my Specky Thirty brethren. Specky 30s is what I call home. Uh, yes, I am a bit biased towards Specky 30, but man, really good racing. They were all on basically a new suspension package. It's the first time they're running it. And same as what happened, the last group, you know, the Southeast guys who ran the new suspension, um, I saw the same thing. The field got compressed. So awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Good fun. Good drinking. Awards were awesome. Um, yeah, I had a great time, man. I had a good time. So a little bit of rain, just the same rain that came through here, came down there. But um, we only had to shut the track down for, I think, about 40 minutes or 45 minutes while they cleaned it up and pushed some of the water away because Sebring is all concrete. So the water kind of just sits, and it was a bit dangerous. But, man, really good weekend, man. Just glad to be back and trying to get caught up on, on stuff and get ready for an awesome week, um, an awesome week in karting, you know. Yeah, um, so back on what you're saying about the uh, Carters and Spec Miato. So when I went through comp school, there was a young girl there. She was uh, she just turned 15, and she was getting her comp license in a Spec Miata and has never driven a stick shift before. So when it came to, you know, the standing starts, and she was on pole and I was third from, you know, just luck of the draw, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. But no, <laughs> she, uh, she held her own. I think she ended up taking like seventh out of 20-something in that race so i you know if you're in karting and you want to go to the next start and you know the next uh tier of racing yeah might want to look into spec miata it seems like they're having some luck there yeah i mean and you know spec miata is, is that's the perfect stepping stone it costs money i mean there's no doubt about it all these guys who are doing well are getting hooked up with you know good teams right good spec miata teams championship spec miata teams but yeah if you can afford to do it i mean at that level you just find the right team and they have the well-prepped cars and something translate, man. That Miata is nothing but a giant go-kart, you know, and that's that's really it. I expect Miata is just a big go-kart. So, yeah, definitely uh, karting guys who want to step it up, man. Um, I mean, I'll throw it in there. Come check out Spec E30, but Spec Miata is definitely <laughs> the, the, the next level, right? That's the ultimate spec entry series for, for jumping into cars. So, yeah, so... um. I was uh, listening to a podcast in the rain from uh, uh, Speed Secrets with Ross Bentley. And I was listening to this episode where he had 
David Pratt on, and David Pratt. Oh yeah, he's a, Dave. <laughs> he's a know, he's Dave. A pretty well-known Canadian racer up there, and he's pretty much driven everything that has wheels on it. And this episode was awesome, and you know, it just I just have to be in the right mindset to like really digest everything what they're saying. Right. And the episode was on learning from your mistakes. So, like one thing I we don't do this very often, but when we go out, we're always looking for, you know, things to improve on and things to improve on. You know, we don't really talk about, Oh, I might've made a mistake here or made a mistake there, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, they were, they were talking about, you know, these mistakes that they're driving, you know, in the meantime, in the back of my head, like, okay, you guys are going to make up something. You're pro drivers. And, uh, you know, one of them that Dave was talking about was, um, and then, Running this uh, super low front wheel drive horsepower class, uh, you know, he went to make a pass thinking, you know, he could make a pass anywhere without having to really set it up. And he ended up shot putting the guy because, you know, he just didn't have the power and he didn't have the run, but he thought he could make it stick. And, you know, and with me, with karting, I watched so many races, you know, when you were starting off and I was just coming, you know, or you're trying to get me interested in watching you race. And, you know, especially here at 103rd, you know, everyone's making their passes towards the end of the race. So when I finally had my first race, I had the opportunity to make a pass. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, no, Andrew, be patient. You know, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to get slingshot. You know, you'll make the pass. Yes. But the very next lap, he'll pass you. So just wait till the end. So I stayed behind the guy for like three laps. And when it came to the final lap, I was going to go make the move and I blew the turn. And yep. when I did, boom, there was nothing I could do. So I wasted three laps just riding behind the guy when I knew I was faster than him. I just didn't set it up right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's that's a very good point. Um, by the way, for those who want to check out that little piece, because I, I remember that when Dave did that, it was a, it's a Nissan Micra Cup in Canada. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dave runs a uh, speed, speed Academy. They raced a, uh, an 86 and FRS with, uh, with uh, Toyota Canada for a little while. So I talked to him about the 86 stuff because I, I had one at the time, but yeah, um, you're right, man. Just when it comes to thinking about it that way, learning from those little mistakes, something like that, when you try to, you know, set your, set the pass up perfectly, when it's there, you take it, you know, and that's, you watch the races sometimes like, yeah, if you're in second on the last lap, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to get passed, right? You, you all, you almost want to be in second place when the last lap up. I mean, that's, that's how it is. There are tracks like that where you just want to be the guy in second, but man, when it comes up, do you just sit there or do you go for it? Because who knows what mistakes going to happen? Who knows when, because of my job as, you know, when I do race director stuff, who knows when they're going to call a red flag and end the race, right? You don't you don't sit by uh, with racecraft. When the opportunity comes, you take it. So for sure, man, that's uh, that's definitely a good one for you to learn from. And actually, my you know my last local race, uh, remember I, I talked about taking myself out, trying to give too much room on the inside. That's yep. definitely something I I you know it's still in the back of my mind. I still beat myself up on that because I'm trying to put the video together for that that race weekend. And um, yeah, teaser. Um, we may be doing some video highlights of our race weekend <laughs> teaser. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just going back and looking at that and just, man, I keep beating myself up about it because I was in the lead. You know, the same things that you talk about 
all the time, drive in front of you, don't turn your head and look in your mirrors. And man, I was just too scared that I was going to make contact. And I gave way too much room and pushed myself off the racing line and I track out, I was off. So that's definitely something I've learned from, you know, once, once I have that lead, man, I just need to commit and just say, yep, I'm going for it. I'm going to leave just enough for that car to fit there if he tries to fit there but I'm not going to push myself off the track. So yeah, good. Definitely a good, good point there to make uh, everybody, man, don't learn from your mistakes. And I need to go listen to the full episode. I started listening to that episode on my drive to, to uh, Sebring, but I haven't finished listening. So I'm glad you mentioned that to go back to it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a good episode. And like I said, maybe it was just, I was just in the right mindset just to hear something different, digest something different. And I mean, it happened to uh, to hit home for me pretty good. So, um, so speaking of races, this weekend is race weekend. Yeah, buddy, it is the what round? What is it? Round five? Is it I round think five? so. No, four. Round four. All right. So it's round four, and we're doing the clockwise version of the track. Right. So here at one hundred third, we run counterclockwise would be our normal uh, way of running, but this time we're going to run clockwise, and it just you don't think it would throw the track off too much, but it's a it's it's huge. Like, it's a whole night and day difference on um, what the track is. So, it's like we're learning a new track that we've driven, you know, thousands of times in one direction, just flip it around to another yeah, I have, I have, like, I think I we did the two, the two test sessions when we were getting ready for the clockwise with the chicane, and that's about all I've ever run of it clockwise. And I think what we did, maybe eight laps each time, eight ten laps total. So at least I, in my head, I have an idea of what the major corners are. Without the chicane, um, that's going to be the only thing. So I think I, in my head, I feel like I'm prepared. But I'm prepared as in I know which way the track goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as prepared as, as I am right now for it. So it's going to be interesting. Because um, you get to bring out the big toy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be – I don't really have – I usually don't have any expectations for a weekend. But I truly don't have any expectations for this weekend because it's totally new cart and I have no idea what I've got. No idea. And some people are just good like that. They can just hop in something and go, but you know, and I know I'm I'm not that kind of kid. I gotta I gotta get a lot of time in it so I know what I've got and I I I just feel like I'm just gonna be putzing around, just trying to bring it home safe and say I got a race under my belt in the new Comet Eagle, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm stoked to see that thing out there for sure. And uh so tomorrow my engine should be coming back from T S racing. Um, you know, I want to just give a little shout out to them. Uh, I met Dave up at the track on Friday and, um, I gave him my engine and he said he'd take it back to his shop and, you know, clean it up and replace any parts in the head that were bad. And, um, he told me that he's going to be pretty swamped because, um, of the AKRA event and some other things that he had going on. And I, he asked me, you know, when do you need the motor back? And I'm like, Hey, um, like in three days, (laughs) 
know, yeah. We have, we have our local coming up, and I'd like to get it back, you know, if we can. And, and he's like, well, let me see what I can do. So sure enough, today he called me at work, and he let me know that everything was under control, all new parts inside, gave me the rundown on how bad it was. And he's like, dude, it's coming back to you. So, you know. That's awesome. Them being in Bushnell and, you know, us being in North Florida, it's one-day shipping. Yeah. So, I mean, he definitely hooked me up. And, you know, I I really appreciate him, you know, breaking everything down and explaining it to me since I don't really know too much about that side of uh, the uh, of the motor and how it all works. But, um, well, this is this is a lame this is a lame uh, air horn, but I'm gonna give it out anyway. TS Racing, big air horn, shout out! Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're new at this, man. Nobody hit on me. I tried. Yeah, so no, man. It's uh, it's props to them. So if you guys need parts like quick, fast, in a hurry, if you call them before about three, three thirty, and you're within, you know, probably the state of Florida, you're getting them next day. Yep, yep. No, I love them for that. Um, man, number of times I've needed like a sprocket or something. Hell, you even added sprockets to your yep. order for me. So yeah, usually if I need something, actually Stephen, Stephen needed a a carburetor. Um, he needed a main jet because he was going to rebuild a carburetor on his, and yeah, they didn't have any carburetors. They just had the rebuild kits, and none of them had the main jet. And they called him back like today. He called yesterday. They called him back today. And then they basically like, yep, we'll pull the main jet off one of our carburetors here for you. Expect it tomorrow. And he texted me and said that was freaking awesome. So, yeah, um, TS Racing, man, they, they do they do really good support for us down here um, in, in Florida. And big shout out to them once more. So, um, cool. Well, you stoked for the weekend? You got your, your motor coming back. You're going to be you're going to be ready to go, man. Head yeah, I got some. Uh, yeah, I got some new decals. Um getting printed up now i got a cool little cutter machine that i get to make my own vinyls and when i mess up it don't cost me too much money to redo <laughs> yeah so, i need numbers i need numbers yeah. for the new cart yeah i need to cut yours out too so um yeah well, so we just got the big local uh this weekend hopefully we'll have like another 12 carts or whatever we had last time if not more show up and uh get down with some racing yeah man i did a what did i do a roll call this morning looks like we'll have if Steven gets his cart there, Scott's planning to be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. John will be there. I mean, from our group alone, that's five. And yeah. you know, that's that's uh, that should make up. I mean, that should almost double no matter what. We should double the group because you look at everybody else we've got. Yeah, we should have at least 10. So I'm stoked, man. I hope we at least crest that 10 and possibly even jump into 12 or 13. Um, I know Scott, um, the other Scott Liner who raced last time, he had his cart for sale. So he's... um. He's definitely going to be MIA, but who knows, man? Um, we got a couple of people who are looking at renting cards, so if they show up, that'd be awesome too. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked. I'm pumped. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll call a day, and you know, guys, thank you for listening. Um, appreciate um, all the times you've listened. If you got any comments or anything, please, you know, let us know. You can uh, go to the website at cardedash.com, or you can just hit us up on Facebook and. If there's a subject that you guys want to talk about or, you know, join one of these podcasts, just let us know. We'll, we'd love to have you on. Absolutely. And um, we'll try and put some links in the show notes. I, I, you know, all podcasts do that. So at least for the things we talked about today, the Speed Secrets link, I'll try and find that video of that, that punch because it is actually hilarious. It's a good speed. Speed Academy makes good videos on YouTube and stuff. So we'll put a link to their deal as well. And um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, dude. Go get some sleep, man. I know you got work early in the morning. (laughs) 
Yeah, guys, happy carding. Peace. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.